0: Hey, what's up? This is Matt Dietz, and this is Agency Launch. Uh, you can find me at www.agencylaunch.net. You can find me on Twitter and or Instagram at Dietz Agency. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm all over the place. Connect. Let's connect. Let's uh, let's share resources and help each other out. Speaking of resources, I've got a few out there right now. One is I do have a course called agencylaunch.net, and right now I'm running a special Um, If you go to agencylaunch.net, there's a mini course uh, that will teach you how to use video email. It's like $5.90, all right? But a bonus right now is I got a bunch of books called Rehumanize Your Business, which is written by an expert in video marketing. Um, And I'm giving the book away for free. It's a nice, hard copy. And when I mean free, I mean free. Free. With a paid course, so whatever, it's a bonus, right? Um, I'll send it to you um, if you get in on the course uh, and check out the the video course that I put together. Learn how to use video email, and I'll give you an awesome book. You can really up your game uh, by by using this. I've started. I've been using video email for a couple of years, and it's really made a difference in my agency. And uh, there's just so many good things about it. Um, you should be using it. So. Go to agencylaunch.net, get the course, I'll send you the book in the mail for free, and we'll go from there. All right, so uh, I'm doing something a little bit different right now. I did an interview with a newer agent, Zach Burke, who's a a new agent out of Minnesota, and he started uh, late May, early June, brand new. He's crushing it, and he reached out to me on LinkedIn, and we connected. And he asked me some questions, and I gave him some answers. And we've just kind of gotten to know each other, and, and are supporting each other, and it's been really fun. So, uh, he said, "Hey, man, we should create some content." And I said, "Yeah, we should, because that's what I love to do." And so, uh, I we interviewed each other. Uh, I got an hour over an hour's worth of. Uh, content that was created and I'm going to carve it up into six different podcasts. I'm going to attempt to launch one a day uh, for you because uh, I don't want them to be too long in hour's a long time. So I'm going to carve it up. Um, each segment is going to be between eight and 17 minutes. And uh, he asked me five questions. I asked him five questions and we just had a great conversation between a newer agent and, and me. So in this Portion. We're gonna. The interview starts off. Um, He asked me a few questions. I talk a little bit about him. We set the table for him on how he got into the industry and and uh, what uh, what he's enjoying about it right now. And, And then he asked me, you know, what kind of agency does he think? Uh, He wanted to know from me what kind of agency is the best to start, like a scratch agency or to buy an agency or to go through kind of a protege program, which my company does, which is where you work in an agency for a while before you're given an agency. And so I give some answers to that. And so we're going to start there. So look forward to a bunch of content coming your way over the next week. And uh, I really appreciate you listening. So uh, with that being said... On with the show. I'll tell you what. I'm just gonna hit record here, and then we're just gonna, we'll just, we'll do all this, and then I can mince and cut it if I need to at any point in time. So, um, so let me just start. Hey, what's up? My name's Matt. This is uh, Agency Launch. I'm gonna do a video one today, and we're gonna splice this up into probably multiple episodes, so you don't have to hear Zach and I drone on about insurance for an hour. Um, but I am joined with uh, my new friend Zach Burke who is a agent for farmers out of Minnesota, I think St. Paul
1: area. Is that right? That area. Yep. Minneapolis, St. Paul is the easiest way to say it.
0: Now, Zach, you've, you're brand new. You started in June or May, depending on what calendar you want to believe. Right. So you started uh, your agency in the right smack dab in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I know you're performing really well, which is admirable. And so we're gonna do, we're gonna just ask each other a bunch of questions.
1: How's that? Sounds good, let's do it. So let's just
0: start with some basics. I just, I wanna get to know a little bit more about you. So why did you, how'd you get into insurance? What appealed, what appealed
1: um, to you about it? Yeah, so my dad um, started an insurance agency in Estes Park, Colorado when I was about five or six. He was with American Family and then he kind of took the the corporate route so every four years it seemed like or thereabouts he was taking a promotion um, up through the vp ranks um, of sales and then he moved on to some different companies and now he's finally back in minnesota um but he's still uh, remotely working for travelers as a a vp of sales for travelers so i was around him my whole life Um, after college uh, my personality type was not as quick, maybe, to the um, outgoing extrovert that my dad always has been. Um, yeah. I kind of grew and matured into that. So I went down the underwriting track after college and oh, did that for uh, about 14 years, 13 years, and then finally kind of realized my personality no longer fit with, uh, I guess, what you know, a lot of people would associate an underwriter as more of an introvert uh yeah. a math numbers guy. I do like the math and the numbers, but um, moving over to sales and into and, and the agent realm has been uh, a good move for me.
0: Good. So I'd imagine coming in with twelve, thirteen, 13, or 14 years of underwriting experience is invaluable, right? I mean, you've got a step ahead and you've seen behind the curtain, and that will only, gosh, benefit you, especially when you, you know, what were you underwriting, I guess?
1: Yeah, good question. So I will say I started. Uh, right out of college, dating myself, that was like 2007, um, and I did P and C underwriting with okay. American Family, and then after that, it was kind of a, a mixture of things. I worked for some some medical underwriting companies, United Healthcare and Blue Cross,
0: nice. and then I
1: did some dental also. So,
0: did you like underwriting?
1: I like the numbers part. Um, I I I missed the interaction with people, you know, or I didn't realize for a while that that's what I was missing. Um, but I, you know, a lot of with underwriting, at least in the the fields and the companies I was with was a few brief calls a day, maybe with people, but it was just a lot of screen time. Um,
0: yeah, I'd imagine it's a pretty, it could be a pretty isolating existence. I mean, you are communicating with people, but a lot of it's probably electronic and I don't know, but you did it for over a decade. So, you know,
1: yeah. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was a good career. Um, I'm glad that I finally got the guts to make a change, you know, in early adulthood and, yeah. um, realized I didn't want to do that for the next 30 years. So. All
0: right. Well, I'm going to hop into my first formal question cause this will be a good bridge. Um, so you just started this year. You have a great background with some insurance experience uh, behind the scenes and things like that. Um, you made the leap. Uh, I call it the leap of faith. You're like, all right, this is a big risk doing this stuff, right? Now you're on your own. So, you know, what has surprised you the most so far um, since you started? Um, you, Yeah. I'm curious on what, what surprised you most. You grew up in an insurance household yeah. and, uh, and you worked in insurance for 10 years. So what, what kind of hit you and you're like, Oh, this is, this isn't what I expected. This is different than I thought. Any of that Yeah.
1: Good question. So there's a lot of ways I could go with this, you know, real quick, you know, I was a protege agent for two and a half years before that was the track I went on with the company that we're associated with um, before I became a full-time agent June 1st. Um, So that actually helped, I guess, answer a lot of those questions before I became a full-time agency owner. And I often, uh, say and i'll say it again today i'm so grateful for the experience of being a protege agent um it was hard i'm gonna
0: segue already so you were a protege for two and a half years so you worked in another agency right yeah Um, under another agent and your task was to sell yes yes is that it okay yeah so what how did that benefit you obviously you needed to know if you could sell or not i think that's the core of the protege program is all right, let's see if you've got the chops, you know, to, to hit numbers. I am curious though, what else you learned from an, from an, from an agency owner standpoint? Did it prep you to, did it prepare you to go into the field and run your own shop?
1: Yeah. And that's exactly kind of where I was going. And, and I see now, uh, you know, I, I started on the retail track, it's called with our company or a scratch agent, however you want to define it. And I see other uh, agents in my district, for example, that started on that track at the same time, but they came straight in, right, from Mm -hmm. whatever field they were in previous. They didn't do the protege route. Um, I got lucky. I got paired with a like minded individual. She was competitive, she was savvy, Um, she was old school in some ways, um, but she was just a really good business owner. So, yeah, I got to see that modeled every day. And that's such a, a piece of the puzzle that maybe isn't talked about a lot when some people are recruited to become an insurance agent or an insurance agent owner is all of that piece of it is a whole nother, um, element, you know, besides just the selling. So yeah, I got an introduction to the selling obviously when I was a protege. Um, but I also got to, as her and I gained trust with each other, you know, she let me in behind the scenes in her books and how she tracked things and Great. who she hired to, you know, form a good team that made her agency successful, um, and all those types of things. And it was a grind though, man, I drove 35 minutes from my home every day. It was far less money than I had ever made in adulthood, you know, coming from a senior underwriting role. Um, I wouldn't change it at all though. It's, it's absolutely a huge part of why I've been so successful early on, because I feel like the systems and the business owner, uh, things that I learned and even the sales like I think I I learned by this uh, job change that I'm a natural salesman um, but even with that uh, talent or however you want to define it um, I needed it to be modeled for me you know I needed to see her do it and then I could you know get out there and have repetitions with it.
0: So what's the most important thing she did for you to help you become successful? Because I know there are proteges that will be placed inside of agencies and their role is sell, 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 sell. sell, And they kind of get, that's all they're really tasked to do. So what, what couple of things did she do that really opened your eyes? I think you mentioned a couple of things too, but I want to, if you were going to give any advice to an agent who was going to bring on a protege, what would you want that agent to know to help really have that protege be successful? Yeah, I think she
1: really had a good balance of, and this is why we were just a good fit. You know, she didn't have to hold my hand too much. She would, she would model things for me. She would bring me along in client meetings. She, I would sit in on FFRs and then very quickly after I uh, sat in on a few of those and had that modeled for me, she would sit in on the next one, but I would lead it. Right. Um, and right. so there, there wasn't a lot of time to be Anxious and nervous, and, and kind of watch her do that for months at a time. I she trusted me, um, and props to her for trusting me in that way to to kind of jump right in, and um, and that's the best way to learn, you know. Um, agree. It's uncomfortable at first. I can remember as I'm talking, bringing it up right now. I remember the first FFR I led, and I was nervous because I wanted to uh, do well for her, and I right. also wanted to do well for the client. Um, but it was the best thing for me to just jump right into it, and same with you know, selling on the phone or in person, all of it, the best, you know, all the training and knowledge is great, but just to jump in and and learn is the best way. I agree.
0: All right. I'm supposed to have you ask me a question. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to fire one at you here. Um, So kind of on the same topic in a way, when someone's looking into insurance as a career, just say, for example, someone's a financial advisor or like me, an underwriter, um, and they're looking at this as a career path, uh, potentially in your experience, what, what, and I know it's different for everybody, which path would you recommend? You know, would you recommend kind of what I just laid out like a protege type, uh, model, you know, it's probably called different things with different companies, or would you recommend just jumping in learning and maybe getting a mentor of some sort?
0: Yeah. That's a good question. And it has a number of different answers. And I think I would predicate it by saying, it really depends on how much risk you personally want to take on. And not even like risk of failing, but also financial risk too. You know, if you start a scratch agency with a lot of companies, you don't have to have a lot of money. You know, you can start one. If you're with, I think State Farm requires you to have uh, well, State Farm's is a different animal, but if you want to become a State Farm agent, you have to have a lot of money in the bank. You have, they, you, they want you to have that kind of nest egg there. But uh, I was scratch. I started with nothing. I, and I jumped in, you know, and I, it was a, the reserve program, which I think our company still has a reserve program. Um, and that fit well for me. All the pressure to succeed is is on me immediately because I'm not making any money. You know, most companies will help you, um, make, uh, they'll inflate your, your income like what you are on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day, it was a little bit different, but most companies will help you because you just can't make a living selling 25, 30 policies a month in your first year. You'll just, you'll be on welfare, you know, so you just yeah. can't do it. Um, but so, so it is lower risk. You don't have anything to lose yet. Right. But all the risk you have is, and all the pressure sits on your shoulders to learn every piece of the business. And that just takes a long time. There's so much more involved to running an agency than I ever thought before I started. It's not just selling policies. That might be what your first year is, you know, but then there's staffing, you have to learn marketing, you have to learn sales, you have to learn how to keep your clients and customer service. You have to run a full-blown business. It's not just selling policies, you know? So so the first year as a scratch agent is all about sales, but you have to learn to continue to hone your craft and get better at every piece along the way. And I'm just totally self-taught. I realized how much I didn't know, and I started picking mentors. I started reading every book I could get my hand on. I don't have an MBA. I'd never owned a business before. And so it, it wound up working out well for me cause I'm just self driven. Um, if you wanted to buy a book of business, I think there's less risk on the, on the financial side because income is coming in. Yeah. But there's also, but there is some financial risk too, depending on how you purchase it. If you bought the whole thing, that's a big investment, right? You have to, you have to, put in a bunch of money to buy a book of business, right? Yeah, a
1: mortgage in some
0: yeah. And so, but there's a little bit more security because you're also buying a stream of income, you know? Right. Um, and there are different challenges to buying a book of business too. You know, how are you going to staff? Um, what are you going to do to all of a sudden when you buy a book of business, you're doing everything like with the flip of a switch you have to market, sell, you got got a bunch of customers you have to get to know, you have to try and keep them. So it's a different animal. You know, there's more work when you buy, when you buy a book of business. Um, I think the protege program is nice. As long as you land with an agent like you had, you know, it's really low risk. You know Um, you will be making money based on your sales um, and you can learn along the way. So I kind of call it the minor leagues, right? Yep. You're kind of there. And then if you can graduate and you get called up, you get to go to the show, you know? So it really depends on how much risk you're willing to take on, you know, personally, whether that be financially or how much pressure you have to succeed. You know, if you fail in your first year as a scratch agent, you know, it's it's not that big of a loss. if 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 you if you're a total dud, when you buy an agency, it could really hurt, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so, I don't know.
1: It really, I would talk it is, to, it's a tricky. It's a tricky answer, right? Because yeah. what I would say to somebody watching this that's considering that, you really have to be honest with yourself. Everybody is excited about a new opportunity and, and can say they're going to do great. Um, I will say from the path that I'm on right now, and you are on it, you know, 15 years ago or whenever you started, mm-hmm. yep, it takes exceptional effort, uh, to be successful early on. Um, yeah. and especially to be, you know, we're achieving some, some numbers that I didn't dream of early. And I look back at the effort and the support that I've needed from, uh, my wife, both as a, a business partner, a CSR and a spouse. And, um, you know, it's not for everybody. That's for no. sure.
0: No, it's, it's, I could say almost without question that it's, it's harder than you think it's going to be. It's more work than you think it's going to be. And as long as you're open to that, and as long as you can admit that you don't know everything going into it, and that you're open to learning, that's probably, probably the most important thing. Like you have to know what you don't know, which is hard. Yeah. How do you know what you don't know? You know, (laughs) you're going to find out along the way, you know, so yeah. And you'll learn some lessons the hard way and you'll hope not to repeat them. So, so that's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I would just, anybody that's thinking of going in, just talk to people who have done it different ways and just make the best decision that you can. So,
1: and just to piggyback on the other point that you brought up, um, the mentorship thing, uh, it's, it's not just a suggestion in my mind. If you're going to be, I don't know what the percentage is now. I used to hear it was 8% are successful in this industry you know in year three yeah. i think it's probably lower because we're in the middle of a pandemic now so um the getting around winning people and uh in looking for mentorship in whatever way that is you know to have a peer mentor and then to have um you know other guys like for you for example i started listening to your podcasts and following you on linkedin and we started chatting and i'll be honest i admired where you were at and the insecurity in me said, Oh, you know, I don't want to bug him too much. I just shot my shot. And here we are doing a podcast. Um, It's you got to take risks and you've got to be able to put yourself out there to get around people that are successful in this industry. Or I think you're putting yourself at a huge disadvantage.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Ego can only hurt you early on for sure. Mm -hmm.